0: I'm here today because I'm addicted.
1: No sweat. I play video games
0: better
1: than anybody. You'd think with all my video game experience, I'd be feeling more prepared. Hello, Hello, game fans, and welcome to the Gaming Sessions podcast, the audio support group for gaming addicts. And this is episode four. We've made it to the fourth episode. And with me, as ever, is the immense John Bibby. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ian. Good to be here again excellent excellent so we've made it through four we're getting through all of our little technical niggles and how are you find in making a podcast i'm really enjoying it actually
0: it's uh, it, it's everything i get to get off my chest every week from everything i read and to be honest you're the only person i can talk to about this anyway so it's great that we have an excuse to do it every
1: week yeah absolutely yeah it's good to get all of this news and and talk about it so um let's start it as we usually do so uh, this week what have you been playing uh, I've not been playing a massive amount of uh, different things than we've been about
0: before. I've gone back to Batman Batman Arkham Knight. I've uh, completed it, as, I, as we talked about last time, but I've gone back to do a few more of the, uh, the side missions because I've heard that there's different endings that you get if you do different types of missions. And I know I could probably just go on YouTube and watch them, but I do want to actually figure them out for myself. So I'm going back and doing a few more of the side missions. I also downloaded today the uh, you could get new Batmobiles and new Batman skins and things like that. So yeah, so
1: I see the 1989
0: yeah, Batman. Yeah, pack. that so, I had to go and get that because that's my favorite Batman. The the uh, the original night. Well, the, the 19- Michael yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Uh, that was a fantastic film. So yeah, getting that again was fantastic. And the Batman skin for that. I've only had about half an hour playing around with it, but I was just looking at it more than actually playing it. So yeah, going back to that has been
1: great. Yeah, the sort of the penguin level where you're sort of underneath under the, the city, going through the tunnels with all the the ducks and um, and all of the sort of memorable. I say memorable. I can't remember much, but all of that sort of underground racing track. I mean, it looked good. That's
0: the riddler stuff. Yeah, I haven't done much of that because it is annoying me. Uh, I, I'm not very good at controlling the car. I need to get better at it. But it is it is really good fun. And the game the game's great as we as we said before, and I'm I'm looking forward to just spending a bit more a bit more time with it. Other other things I've been playing. Well, I, I have actually been sort of forcing myself to do. It's probably the wrong word, but is playing Halo Two because we talked last time. I, I'm new to new to Xbox, and I got the Halo Master Chief Collection. Really enjoyed Halo One. And I started playing Halo Two, and it it seems to have changed a lot. Uh, you don't have the same sort of weapons. You don't have the battle rifle anymore, which was a great. I thought it was a great gun. Um, you got the twin submachine guns that sort of fills that slot. and Then you have got the battle rifle that's not quite as good anymore. But the story seems to have taken a big leap. The story seems to have you know come on come on leaps and bounds in this one, and obviously you're back on Earth in this one now.
1: Yeah, it's very much um in your face in this one because it it felt like the first one was you going out for a mission whereas it feels in, in the second one the missions just come to you. So you sort of sat there and then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah it's it's
0: good. I'm it. I'm not massively into it. I uh, massively far through far through it. I'll tell you what I have the section I have got to and it's it made me turn it off after a while and I will go back to it. But I'm now playing as the the Arbiter the Arbiter yeah that's it Uh, and I've just started doing that and I'm probably about 20 minutes into doing that
1: bit and that's not as much fun as playing as Master Chief definitely not and I will do it they do introduce the sort of the invisibility and the laser sword which can be quite satisfying that's
0: cool but I was I didn't know it was coming it it, it was a bit jarring I, I I don't know anything about Halo so this was my first time playing it but it was a bit jarring to sort of do that and It's just not as much fun. I'm hoping this isn't I I don't like I don't know anything about the Halo game, so I'm hoping this is not something that's gonna keep coming back. I'm hoping it's just gonna be a small a small bit, but part of me thinks it's not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well I'll let you into a little secret. Basically these two stories will run parallel. Mm. You'll keep jumping from one to the other and then you'll meet the the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. Um and (laughs) feed me Seymour. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And uh, he'll give you a job, and basically that's when you sort of, your paths divide. But yeah, their their paths are intertwined, and I think they've brought that back for Halo 5. Right. So they've got Lock, the Locke character, which is this sort of futuristic Spartan, and he's like a, a Spartan in the future. So he's then sort of blaming Master Chief for doing something. So I think there's going to be very much this you play as Locke in the beginning, then when you meet or realize what Master Chief has actually done, then you go back and play as him. And then it'll keep jumping from one to the other. Okay.
0: Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Halo two and three and four. I'm gonna get through them all. I'm determined to get through them all before Halo five comes out to catch up on it all. To be, honest. I'm not saying it's a bad game at all. It's a fantastic game, even no, for it. The
1: cutscenes are beautiful. Yeah, as well. sort of redone, they've obviously been redone, haven't they?
0: Cut yeah, uh, and they do look absolutely amazing. So yeah, it's a great game, and I will put more time into it. I'm just sort of trying to find time to do it, but that I just found that bit where I, where you suddenly start playing as the operator a little jarring for, for for my taste anyway. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say I'll crack on with it. i persevere.
1: Yeah, once I mean once you've done that, Halo Three is much more the familiar first-person shooter that you you're used to. Yeah, and then Halo Four is sort of an update of that. It's one of my favourites. I mean that. And then after that you can do Reach. I mean, ODST comes with it as well, so you can do that. But Reach is on three hundred and sixty, and I should think that that will come out in the next year or so. I,
0: I hope. Well, is Halo yeah. Halo Four wasn't done by Bungie? Was
1: it Halo Three was the last Bungie one? Is that right? Yeah, Halo Three was the last Bungie one. It's then three four um, three after that. Three four three took over and did four, yeah. and then they've done a remaster of ODST. Okay. Uh, and now they've done fine.
0: well it's, it's like I said last time that on the last week's podcast it's me discovering the the Xbox because it's the first one I've had with the Xbox One so it's it's been a great time to step in having the Master Chief Collection and next week or, or maybe the week after uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition I've got that pre-ordered uh, looking forward to play that game I've been wanting to play for ages so really really looking forward to that and the fact that you get all the other ones on the backwards compatibility as well so that's going to keep me going for a long time I think
1: Yeah, I mean, that's next week, isn't it? I think it's it's the 25th or something, so it's possibly next week, yeah. It's really close, yeah, really close. Um, Yeah, I might get that. Um, Sadly, it comes out at the same sort of time as Disney Infinity (laughs) 3, so I'm going to be torn between the two, but I'll probably just get a move. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a cracking one.
0: So other things I've been playing this week, one main game I'll, I'll go on to in a minute. But another game I've been playing that i really enjoyed and I think you would really enjoy, it's on the PS Plus this month. I downloaded it on my Vita called Castle Storm. I don't know if it's available on Xbox. Have you ever heard of that one before?
1: Yes, I have. I think it was a free with live Live arcade, actually, or free with Xbox Live. Oh, okay. But, well,
0: um... this one, it's it's a really interesting mix of play mechanics. It's a, it's a tower defence game at heart, but then yeah, yeah. you're mixing that with... Angry Birds. OK,
1: uh, so you've still got the uh, catapult mechanism.
0: Yeah, so you defend your castle. Uh, with You've got two castles opposite each other and you're defending it to start with with basically a, a large crossbow stroke catapult that you're firing at the guys that are attacking you. But then you can also send out your own troops and you've got archers and swordsmen and weak swordsmen and powerful swordsmen and things like that. So while, the, uh, so while those guys are fighting, you then can select different weapons for your, your catapult that you can throw and try to destroy the other castle. So it's you're trying to manage all these all these different types of things at the same time. It's a fantastic game, and I I wouldn't have bought it I wouldn't unless it was on PS Plus. So I obviously downloaded it for free, fired it up on a Vita. I thought which I do every month. I download every game just to give them a try, and then sort of two hours later I was putting it down because it was a fantastic game. It's it's not great it's okay graphically nothing amazing there's, there's a bit of a story there it's quite funny it takes the takes the mick out of itself
1: yeah i think it was out i think it was on um, xbox um games of gold uh, a couple of months ago yeah i downloaded it i've got it in my library i haven't actually played it yet because you know, i remember sort of seeing the sort of cartoony graphics and as you say it's kind of got that that angry birds vibe yeah. where you got like a tower which you you then have ranged play and then the little soldiers are running
0: around as well. It's, cra- I, I mean, I've only played it on Vita because I, I haven't played it on the big screen. I think, but it feels more like a mobile game to me. And it was, it was really, really good fun. I was playing it while my daughter was watching CBBS the other day, just to distract me. And I thought it was a fantastic game, really, really good. I'm going to put more time into that. And just, just well, well, I'll move on to that. actually. now we'll talk about that later in the news. about the new stuff that's happening with PS Plus, but the the other game that's really really got my attention in the last sort of seven days everyone's gone to the rapture have you played that or have you, well you haven't played it but you've heard of it
1: i've heard of it yes yeah they're walking simulator
0: yeah <laughs> yes yeah, for a better word yeah it, it is but it's a uh, really pretty one. very very pretty game uh but i know i think you would love this it's right in your wheelhouse this sort of game it's really hard game to talk about because i don't want to give anything away no spoilers at all because the stories but and i haven't finished it myself yet i'm only about i'm maybe four or five hours into it uh, and a lot of people have told me that it is only a five to six hour game but i think it's going to take me a lot longer than that because i spend half my time just wandering through cornfields looking at the, at the scenery because it is such a beautiful game but yeah it just starts off you're in an english village which is a great thing as well because it feels very familiar very very at home you're not in a big american cityscape So you're an English village in in Shropshire and everyone's disappeared. And you don't know why, obviously the game's called Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, so you've got a bit of an idea. And you're going around to try and find out what's, what's happening. There's hardly any controls to it. You can't run, you can only walk. So you can use sticks to walk and look around. And then there's X to interact with things. And that's pretty much it. That's the only things you can do. So you you just you're finding things like you can answer telephones and you hear the conversations or you you, you walk into buildings, and you see these glowing lights, and then if you if you activate the light it sort of gives you a, a silhouette of a person, you hear a, a conversation that's happened there and you're trying to figure out what's happened and it's really hard to tell anymore, but it's a very, very engaging story and it the way it's all played out and the way it's all set. It's fantastic, it re- this is not my type of game, this is not normally my type of game at all, but completely got me, completely drew me in, and really, really looking forward to playing more of it, it's a game I don't want to play more of because I know I'll finish quite quickly, but really, really engaging game, some of the best story writing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot about it. I've heard um, both good and bad. I, I think the visuals look amazing. I think the uh, the idea of this sort of the walking experience adventure. I think it's it's becoming more and more popular. And if it's done well, it's really good. I mean, I did um, Gone Home, and that yeah. is a fantastic game. Even though you know all you, all you, all it is is a house that you just explore, and then you find notes and you find like all these different bits and bobs. You can touch everything. You can just pick a book off the bookshelf and just. Fling it across the room, or a pen out of the little pen pot, and just put it down in a drawer somewhere. Everything is touchable and usable, but you don't have to. You just walk around, you find little notes, and and it sounds like a, a similar ilk. You walk around a village, so it's 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 gone home with a bigger environment, yep. with a little bit more money spent on the uh, on the special effects with the sort of the lighting thing. I've I've sort of seen a couple of clips where you see these the glowing orbs, yeah. and it and it's using this sort of the the light re- reflection technology yeah. which everyone seemed to be using at the moment so previously lighting was very fixed and standard whereas now they've got this kind of bouncing lighting effect so if, a, if an orb goes past a, a building or something then it lights up the building it, it reflects off the building and it looks sort of very pretty i have to say it's, it's kind
0: of distracting in a way that how pretty the game is because you're trying to listen to these conversations because the clues are all in the conversations a bit like her story you were talking about a couple of weeks ago But you spend most of your time going, wow! That lighting effect is amazing. Look how it's coming off. Oh, I miss what? What did did she say? What did she say about that guy? Oh, damn! (laughs) So, Mm. but it's but yeah, really, really good game. Fantastic game. Um, if you if you've got a PlayStation and you you want to try it, I'd highly recommend it. I think it's eleven or twelve pounds, but a a really really good experience. I'd put it up there with the likes of Journey, which is wow.
1: Uh, my favorite games out there the main criticism i've heard of it is whereas a journey never sticks on the same pace for any length of time so as soon as people start to get used to the this the pacing of journey it changes Mm. it uh whereas it feels this is only going from press and and things that i've read but everyone's gone to the rapture seems to stick at this walking pace and then never leave there's never a, a sense of Oh, something exciting's happened. So something the pacing of the story is going yeah, to speed up a little bit, read, or running I've
0: read those reviews as well, and I completely disagree with them because it's not that sort of game. It's not a, a fast-paced game at all, and it's not that's not how it's said. And they, they did actually add a running, well, a in- quote marks run mechanic into it. And I tried this because it was an update after the game came out, and you have to hold down R two to run. But it's not even a run. You just sort of power walking through an English village as opposed to walking through an English village it doesn't make that much of a difference. But it's not <laughs> that sort of game at all. And I don't think you need to run. You just need to experience it. And I quite like that you're moving slow because you get to take in all the visuals, which yeah. are, are brilliant. I mean, people do want to well, speed run the game and things like that, but it's not going to happen. It's not that sort of game. But it's a beautiful game. Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed playing it. <laughs> there
1: was this game um, called Sir, you are being hunted. Oh yes, uh, I, I, I remember reading um... your review about this, <laughs> and uh, that was all set in an English village. It was it was randomly generated, but it was basically an English village, and you'd wander around and you were scavenging inside houses for for bits of meat or food or weaponry or something because of just these robot. Uh, hunters sort of roaming around just trying to kill you um and it it didn't have half the polish of this but it, it just reminded me when whenever they sort of say oh it's set in this english village i <laughs> just have these visions of me wandering around scavenging in bushes just to escape these uh, these metallic hunters it was really cool <laughs> yeah
0: not not quite the same this one uh yeah, i do I, so I haven't finished it i don't know how it finishes i've got a good idea but and if it if it does go the way i think it's going the story is even better than i think it could be my imagination's pretty wild and it's it's going further than i could think it would have done at the moment so i'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes oh, cool but uh, that's about all i've been playing for last week uh not been playing, well, i've been playing oh i've been playing destiny and a few other things but those are the most interesting ones I've been playing. So over to you what have you been up to?
1: Well, uh, as you say, you know, the staples have been being a staple. I've been working my way through Far Cry 4. I'm just getting a bit sick of it to be honest now. Um, not finish it. And no, because I think it's such a difference between Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 because Far Cry 3 very much gave you pointers to say this is story marker, this is story marker, this, and you could you could do the story pretty easily. Um, but then at the end of it, you sort of you sort of found out that there was lots of side quests and missions that you could have yeah. done. And it seems like they've gone the reverse here. So Far Cry Four, you end up. Um, just inundated with side quests and the story missions are really hard to find so I've, I end up sort of doing different things going oh do I do the yogi thing let's go, let's go to Shangri-La for a bit and then I'm thinking well am, am I am I not progressing enough should I go and get a new rucksack or something and so I do a bit of hunting and I think I've now figured out that I need to look for this as a campaign mission all the time but um, there was a point where I lost the two leaders and I thought, you know, I'm waiting for those two leaders to try and give me instructions. Yeah. But then I had to wait for some Willis guy to to run through his story. So I am I'm 20 hours in. Uh, I've done about 50% of the map, so that's pretty much all the bell towers, I opened up most of the map, and I've done lots of different stuff. Uh, I escaped the, the the prison. You know, finished Act Two, finished uh, the prison level and stuff, and so. I'm just going to, like, go through it at my own pace at the moment. Because I then... I took a little bit of a break, and I have been playing Submerged. Mm. And do you remember me talking yeah, how yeah, I yeah. wanted this from these the Summer of Arcade? So submerged it's it's by uppercut games who had worked on things like bioshock before the visuals were really lovely so i don't know if you saw the, the images of it but basically it's a story of a brother and sister and i think she's called miku and i think he's called timo or something and the story starts with with them adrift in this little fishing boat in this post-apocalyptic flooded world yeah And they drift into this metropolis, or what used to be a metropolis. And so only the sort of the highest hotels and skyscrapers and telephone towers still are popping out the water. And your brother's been injured. And so the the missions are you need to... Go and find some uh, medicine for your brother. You need to go stitch up your brother. You need to get some insect repellent to keep the insects away. And so basically all of these sort of 10 missions are all trying to help your brother. And so you hop into your little fishing boat and you scoot around this, this water world. And it's all, it's really beautiful. The, the, the actual levels, are just, it's just, it's a really beautiful game. And there's some really sort of wow moments. So once you're in your fishing boat and you're cruising along, a, a sort of a giant mutant whale will just surface just next to you and you're just like oh wow that's amazing and it might be a school of flying fish or some dolphin or something so each time you sort of explore the world there are these animals which come towards the boat if you spot them all they you get the card or whatever it is to go towards the achievement okay it's got no failure state so you can't die uh, you can't fall off anything it got a really sort of melodic piano soundtrack it's got no uh, proper talking or acting or anything. It's just uh, sort of, uh, <laughs> and so and then it comes up with the text dialogue. All the story is t- told through these pictograms, almost like cave drawings, yeah. about where they came from and how the city is come to be and why is it covered in greenery and plants and trees. So, so if you,
0: if there's no, you know, you can't you can't die and you can't fall. And so what's what's your
1: penalty for not doing well there's no penalty you can the aim is to climb 10 of these the biggest structures right. and it's almost like a very tame tomb raider right. in that the character has to shimmy across ledges jump from ledge to ledge go across small planks of wood to go from sort of section to section and all you have to do is collect these items there are other items collectibles that you can get, which tell the story of the city, which tell the story of the people of the city. I mean, that's a slight spoiler because there's this kind of element that you're being watched whilst you're you're collecting all these things. And yeah, you can't die. It's a really kind of pleasant game. It's a really serene game and you just work your way through it. It's about four hours long. Uh, It's not without its issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does have a few little niggly bugs. Um, You can upgrade your boat to speed along. And if you're at a point where the the whale might surface next to you. If you press your speed boost, then the whale speed boosts with you. So, you know, if you're you're cruising along and you're next to a building and you speed boost, you, the whale that just surfaced next to you then suddenly sort of rams into a building next to you and, uh, at the same speed as your speed boost. It's a bit samey. So there's the 10 buildings, there's very little to differentiate them. But I enjoyed it. I love these sort of these small indie finishing five-hour type games Um, and it it could have been so much more i did like the characters i did like the setting the gameplay was solid but it did lack in a few different areas such as the the technicals and the fact that there was no change in pace similar to what i was saying with the um uh, the rapture it would have benefited from not, not having any kind of action sequence, but having a moment where if the story reveals something exciting and almost like a twist, why not then just feed, feed the, the player with loads of different story elements right. for a few seconds? On the whole, I really liked Submerge. Um, I love the concept of it. I like the idea of it. I think it, the pacing lacked a lot um and there could have been a moment where if you found out a twist then they could have fed you loads of information you know just to kind of because i don't think it needs action to speed the pacing up i think it just it just make for a nice story that if you get a twist then you suddenly are fed with five bits of information in quick succession and then it slows down again i think all games kind of need this this pacing where they think you know something if something exciting happens then just work move with it and then return back to the normal normal speed
0: even in a four-hour game you need a bit of spikes peaks and troughs basically of excitement things to keep you playing the game and keep you coming back to it but it's, it does sound like an interesting game i think it sounds like a, a peaceful game to be honest
1: something to yes. sort of chill out yeah. with no it was something that i could play in front of everybody i could play in front of the girls Can play in front of the wife i could play uh and just nobody nobody complained about it usually if i'm you know, shooting or exploding things, yeah. <laughs> then somebody's got an issue. But then that was a really peaceful game, really nice to play. Um, so that was my main game of the week. You'll be happy to know that I have started downloading Batman. Ah, excellent. Excellent. So I got myself, I treated myself to a five terabyte um, external drive. I, I need to do that. I need to do that for both my consoles. Also... So I've done that. So I plugged that in. So now I've got loads of space. So I've started putting Batman on there, but that probably. I think it's probably finished by now, but I haven't started playing it yet. The the, the bad thing about that, though, is I'm going to go on holiday on Friday, so <laughs> so I won't get properly a proper chance to play it until next week. But yeah, apart from that... A good tip, that, sorry, just uh, going back
0: to Batman, when you do start yeah. it, make sure you've got an hour, maybe two hours to just sit and play it, because the beginning is really cool. The beginning sort of hour is... Or two hours is really, really cool. You don't want to be stopping that.
1: Yeah. No, I can't wait. Oh, Yeah.
0: We'll talk about that next time.
1: Um so as always I like to play some mobile games just in my lunch breaks and uh, in the time that I have available. And so I've been playing a game called Racer Sun. So this is on iOS and it's also on PlayStation that looks 4. It's a beautiful
0: game, yeah.
1: It's really good. It is really good. It's kind of a grayscale um almost like an endless runner, but it's an endless flyer yeah. to see how far you can get in the time. And the sense of speed is fantastic. It really is. I've just been playing it constantly this week. Um, Because what you do is, essentially, you're a solar ship, and the sun is about to go down. So as the sun sets, you've got to try and get as far as you can in the time frame and there are different kinds of orbs that you can collect so you can get ones that will give you extra time so it will make the sun rise and the the sky a bit higher. There are multipliers so these blue triangles when you get them the more that you get the more your points increase and there is jump abilities as well and the aim of the game is just get as far as you can and there's extra sort of achievements so if you use your jump ten times or if you get to region three for instance. But as I say, the sense of speed and the, the control method is really smooth, really fluid. And it's really fun to play, so I kept, really got into to racing that. Cool, and I think I, I think I, I even got down to ranked within the top thousand. Th- because I, was, I think I was doing playing it that much that uh, I started off and I think I was probably the three and a half thousandth best or something and then I, it, by by the end of the week I was definitely sub one thousand so I was quite chuffed to and myself. That's, a, that's um, an iOS game, is it? Yeah, it's on iOS, but it's also on PlayStation Four as well. Okay. Yeah. So I I preferred it on iOS because I could just sit on the yeah. loop and just you know hit it for ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then play <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, because I played that, um, I showed it to somebody, and they said, oh, yeah, it's just like Into the Dead. So I was like, what's Into the Dead? I love Into the Dead. I've been playing that for a a while, yeah. Yeah, so I I decided to check that one out, and so I I played Into the Dead. Uh, I've reviewed Race the Sun on GamingDebug.com, but I haven't done Into the Dead yet because there's quite a few little things and functions and mechanics that i need to get used yeah. to so I, I understood that you could you get use the dog and use the start off with a, a 1500 meter head start and all this yeah. kind of stuff but I, I don't think i played it as much as race of sun so i didn't feel confident to review it like i did with race of sun now in, into the dead i thought was a. Cause I, I don't like the idea of that much of endless runner
0: games i don't like the idea of horde mode games at all because basically you are going to die but yeah into the Dead, I really enjoyed. I thought it was. I like the, the graphic style of it. I like the way it was done. The
1: sound on it as well it was a fantastic game. And I re- really, yeah, worked really that. well. I decided it's been a, a first person endless runner week for me, uh, so I played those two. And then when I heard that there was an update to the Fallout shelter, really? oh, I was there? I, I missed that. Yeah, that completely passing me by. What was they done? They had a, an update where they've increased the type of gear that you can get, so you can get gear that has like a blue background. But but, but you'd left all your people go. You would let them all. Yeah, well, everyone everyone was dead. I mean, I'd <laughs> left everybody out outside, but then I systematically brought them all back. <laughs> so I didn't even start a new game. I just I revived each and every one of them. <laughs> Got all 130 of people back. But that was your great back. Experiment. <laughs> and Well, I've got two games on the go. So this is my big send-off. I thought, right, I'm finished. i for finished Fallout yeah. Shelter now. I send them all off into the wasteland. They can fend for themselves. And so when I came back to it, they were all dead as doornails, but they're all collected loads of gear. <laughs> so some of them, I'd been putting through their paces in the different schools and the, the different power up things. So some of them going for days yeah. and collected a load of stuff. So I got them all back. And as they came back, I had to sort of, get rid of any gear that i didn't need anything under six sell it sell it sell it and that would then fund me bringing other people back from the dead (laughs) And so in the end, I brought also sort of 130 people back from the dead got them back in to find out what all these new extra bits were. So they've added some difficulty levels in um, breeding them. Right. There's some blue gear that you can get. Okay. So I'm trying to think so I can bring up the details. But yeah, as soon as I heard it, I thought, right, that's it. I'm back on. My children experiment yeah. is still underway. Oh, it's the child so, A, yeah. child B. Yeah. So I'm still doing that. Now I've returned back to it. So I'll, I'll, I'll return back to my science, science experiment. Um... But yeah, apart from that, let's see, Far Cry 4, Submerged, Batman on the Go, Raise the Sun, Into the Dead, and then Fallout Shelter. That's pretty much been my, my gaming diet for the week. Very good. And of course, I, I've been tweeting about and waiting patiently for Tales from the Borderlands Episode 4. That's... I started to see reviews of it, and I'm thinking, come on, I need it, where is it? But I haven't got and it it's yet. it's released today. I'm sure I've read about that. It's been come out today. I hope so. It might just be, because I've got it on um, tablet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's out pretty soon. Either today or tomorrow, I'm sure I've heard.
0: Shall we go to the gaming news section there? Sir, news from the underground. I'm Brick Tamlin for GNN News. It's that sparse time of the year. There's not a massive amount of news coming out at the moment. But uh, for me, I think the greatest news in the last week to ten days, I don't know about yourself, but was the Battlefront space battles that we talked about at Gamescom briefly. But they just look fantastic. They, they. I know it was a while ago, but they still look fantastic to me. I think. I look yeah, very.
1: no, I, I agree. And, and the more I've seen about it since Gamescom, um, the more I get excited. So, th- there was a question that if you were the mill- Millennium Falcon, uh, were you massively overpowered compared yeah, to everybody like else? Yeah, hero ship. <laughs> Yeah, and so the question, the answer was yeah. yes. Basically, they said, yeah. The, if you're the Millennium Falcon, you have better shields. You can smash through Tie Fighters. You can do all these extra things. You've got better cannons. But what levels what levels the playing field is the minute you get the Millennium Falcon, you're like you're just waving a big red flag, yeah. and everybody so everybody knows, suddenly yeah. comes and attacks, yeah, attacks yeah. you. And the same thing happens with Slave Slave One as well. So it levels itself out. So I'm looking forward to playing yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I really can't wait. I mean, I was already sold on Battlefront anyway, but that really, really sold me on it. But, I mean, other other news this week. There's, Like I said, it's been pretty sparse. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege being pushed back to December 1st from a late October release date. They said they've still got to work on it. Did you see, did you see
1: that? I heard, the, I heard the story. I'm not that bothered, to be honest. I, I think it was a good idea to push it back because the November calendar is so... Yeah chock well, at the moment. Everyone's so. sort of really scared from Fallout as soon as they announce Fallout really. Yeah, and Tomb Raider and so there's a lot of things, Gears of War so there's a lot of things coming out in the next two months that it's probably a good idea to move it to December. I think
0: it looks good, that Rainbow Six Siege game. i I really quite looking forward to that. I've not been a massive fan of the last few Rainbow Six games but that looks like the original Rainbow Six games back on the PC in the late 90s. I spent a lot of time playing where you spend ages figuring out your kit and where you're going to attack a building and things. I think it looks like a really good game. I'm got, I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm not going to buy it on day release. I'm going to wait for reviews in case they have messed it up. But I think that looks like a really good game. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, the Another another story that uh, that I, I noticed this week. Uh, this is from the PlayStation camp again. Uh, the PS Plus uh, vote to vote to play do you see this
1: yeah yeah uh, it's going to be it's interesting to, to sort of get people involved
0: yeah i think it's a really good idea and they've they've have uh, the one thing that's like slight, slightly disappointing but we'll see moving forward it's not going to be a monthly thing this is not every month you get to vote for for which game they're gonna you know it's gonna be once every three or four months i don't think they have even said on a, on, a, on a time frame yet but it's a really good idea and the first three games uh, i think it was zombie Vikings and two others whose names escape me to be honest mostly indie games all look quite good I, I cast my vote this morning for zombie Vikings uh, but I think it's a good way of moving forward I think it'd be interesting to see what they do with it I'm sure something similar will probably come to Xbox as as the time goes on as well but I think it's a good way good way of getting people more involved with it
1: yeah I don't really um, think it's as good of an idea as it seems I think uh... The vote to play is really good that it gives people agency and the fact that they can choose what game is going to be on PlayStation Plus. But what baffles me is the behind the scenes because if from a business point of view, uh, these people are making deals with developers saying, "Oh, well, so I won't, I won't have gone home next next month, and so I'm going to give you this amount of money. Uh, we're going to have this discount, all this kind of stuff." And so there's all these deals going on to make those PlayStation Plus games available. And all of a sudden they're saying we've gotten with four different games and then three of them are going to get scrapped so all that effort to go into making deals with the games so at some point are they going to just do them all but they're just going to put in say they're going to put like whatever castle crashes with three really rubbish titles because they hope that everyone's going to pick Castle Crashers and the next one, you know, they put Gone Home in there and then put another three total stinkers and just try and drive the actual game downloads that they want to drive. I just, I I think it's a good idea, but I just don't know how it's going to work.
0: I think that that's why they've said they're not going to do it every month. But I think what what they'll do with the ones that don't get voted in, so the other two that, that don't win, they'll just become... Free extra games next month or the month after or something like that because you always get about six games on the P S on the P S Plus free games, so they'll just they'll just appear further down the line, or they'll become you know you can buy them on a on a massive discount like ninety nine p or one ninety nine or something like that if you voted for them but
1: didn't win. Uh, there'll be a PS Plus discount on them anyway, but I, I know, so it's almost vote uh, vote to choose the one that goes yeah, first. I think that, uh, so. They're all all going to come out, but then which one comes out for, uh, first is based on, on
0: yeah. Phones. I think that's what it's going to be because, like you said, they, they they've got to be paying a lot of money to get to get the the rights to to give these games away for free. You know, so there's 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 deals in the background, and
1: you know, everyone involved in this are not idiots, so they're going to be making money off it some way. So. I'm... Yeah, and you're going to be gutted if you're going to if you've gone to all the effort of going to the meetings and arranging the deals, and then all of a sudden the public vote has said that they want a different game. So you're like, oh, okay, so then we're back to square yeah. one. So right, hopefully it works. Um, it'd be nice to see yeah, how. it Yeah, it'll be
0: interesting to see how see how it comes out. But it's like I say I've I've been on, I've cast my
1: vote. I'm I'm waiting for uh, waiting for the results of that. So we'll see what happens. So well. Well, I mean, Xbox uh, has got uh, their summer spotlight still in full flow, um, and the real a real gem came out this week actually. So, well, actually, two real gems came out this week. So, Brothers: uh, Tales of Two Sons yeah. is an immense game. It's a really good game. Really, it came out of the blue, and it's it's just a fantastic game. So, seeing that come on. Uh, sadly, it wasn't discounted. It's still about fourteen ninety nine, but yeah, that's that's. It I now. haven't
0: actually played that. I, it's been on my watch list because a lot. It was on a lot of people's game of the year list last year. That game is. It, it looks fantastic. It's the co op game, isn't it? Or it doesn't have to be co op. Yeah,
1: well, it doesn't have to be co op. Yeah, well, so you control the two brothers with the two control yeah. sticks. It takes a while to get used to. But once you sort of get into it and you find your rhythm, yeah, it's just a beautiful game and the the animations are lovely and the puzzles are, are satisfying. It's a it's a really cool game. And then the other one, which came out not out of the blue, I knew I knew it was coming out, but just to suddenly appear that all of a sudden it's out is the Zombie U. Yes. Um, so it it was it was Zombie no, U, but zombie, now it's just yeah. Zombie. I heard that that was being remade for Xbox and PlayStation, and then I thought that was going to be months away, but then. Lo and behold, it just pops up on the uh, on the Xbox Store as part of their summer of summer spotlight, and it's, it's a great game. It's one of my favorite zombie games. Mm. The terrifying Insta Death game, isn't it? Well, it's not so much Insta Death. It's Permadeath. more of it's more death. Sorry, it's, yeah. it's, it's realistic yeah. death as well. So yeah, your character does die. You'll you'll go through a lot of different characters. So you, you you pick you have your first survivor, and then when he does die, he's dead. But then all of a sudden, you wake up gasping as another survivor in the same in the same sort yeah. of base it gives you a little bit more investment in the character so if they if you do get quite far with the character you actually feel a bit more connected yeah. to them um, and it's nice to nice to see your zombie self <laughs> where you left them so if you you actually go back to the station or wherever and and they're roaming around with the backpack on their on their back that you can still bat them around the head with a, uh, a cricket bat and <laughs> steal all their stuff I, th- I thought what it came out was a really interesting concept for a game. And the
0: fact that it was a Wii, Wii U launch game sort of baffled me a little bit. But it, it did well, I think, on the Wii U. For...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've still got it. I, I think it's a, a great... Because it works well with the controller because you can use it as a scanner, you can use it as a, a constant inventory. So when you start searching, you can you can still be looking at the screen to see if there's any zombies around you, but then you're looking down at your controller to see what you've got in the backpack or what you've got on the, on yeah. the dead body. Um, and what what makes it great is the fact that even though you have a health monitor the zombies if they bite you that's it it doesn't matter if you're on full health if a zombie bites you then you're done for and you and the zombies themselves actually feel like they could overpower you if you if you can get one on their own it's like yeah okay i can sort this out i can do this so you can whack them around the head even if you have a gun you can you can sort them out but then you get two and you're like ah hang on a sec now this is getting a little bit more tricky because one can start coming at me um, whilst I'm sorting out the other, whereas you get the sort of the Dead Rising's, the, the Resident Evil, you walk into a room of 20 zombies, and there's just there isn't that mm. fear there. Whereas when you when you play this game, there's definite sense of if there's if there's two or three zombies in front of me, I'm yeah. in trouble, and it's, it it really puts the the fear of zombies back. Into zombies, which I think has been lost in a lot of these sort of modern action yeah, yeah, zombie you can get shooters. Three times and you don't die—that sort of thing. It's in a lot of ones. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. I've been bitten. I'm gonna just take this health, yeah, health yeah, potion yeah. or injection, and then all of a sudden I'm fine. Whereas in this, if they just leap on you, and if they can get past you, you can push them away. But if they bite you, then that's it. You're done. I um, quite like that. And yeah, the yeah, it's All the graphics are great. Um, the setting in London's really good. Um, and on the Wii U version, you, you could have the control Like, the controller was also your microphone. So the guy who was talking to you came out of the, oh, yeah. the the controller. So it sort of gave you that sense of, I've got a walkie-talkie on me. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So it, it, if you haven't already played hmm. Zombie U, then I would definitely say try out Zombie. or Yeah, Brothers. I think
0: I might, I might give Zombie a go. Uh, I might give Brother's a go as well. But Zombie, I've i been meaning to play for a while, so I think I
1: definitely will give that a try. Yeah, Brothers is really nice. It's a, it's about a four, maybe five-hour game. It's a really pleasant experience. Zombie is not a four-hour game. It could be a lot longer, um, and it's punishing. It really is punishing. If you like a challenge, Zombie yeah. is a good one. Uh, if you just like to, to experience something, then Brothers is probably a, a good one to start with. Um, and then Octodad was um, announced for the twenty sixth. Uh, for the Xbox, is it? Yeah, yeah. So that's quite a funny game. I see it's 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 good fun. Game. I like Octodad. Uh, the control the control mechanism alone
0: is worth playing that game for.
1: Yeah, and then one that I had to look up because I saw the uh, the box no or the box art on the advert was uh, Extreme Exorcism. <laughs> okay. Now, when I saw the box art, I was thinking, oh, okay, a little retro uh, shooter, it looks like. So I, I, I looked it up and tried to find out a little bit more about it. And it's a it's a single-screen, 8-bit... Um, I'd like to say sort of shooter-battler. It's, it's one of these where you, you have, essentially, you're a little 8-bit character, and then there are ghosts which fly, fly around. And you pick up a gun, and then you shoot the ghost. Okay. And then, in the next round the gun is still available, but the ghost can pick it up. Okay. And then, so the the ghost could pick up the shotgun and then try and attack you with it, but you then go and pick up a sword. And then the sword becomes available to the ghost. And so, and there's all these different mechanics that um, that are playing along. But essentially, you've got to clear the room of ghosts, but the, the better you get and the more rounds you go through, the more weapons are available to the ghosts and the more things that the ghosts can do. Um, and it it looked like one of these sort of frantic, almost like a meat boy controlled, you know, sort of yeah. flying around the screen, jumping on the platforms, um, shooting each other. Um, and it, looks quite, it looked quite fun. I think there's a, a four-player as well. So it's one of those sort of couch co-op, jumping around the screen, drinking your hand. Yeah, that sounds like a fun game.
0: I'll give that a yeah. one a try. Yeah. So. One of the other things I picked up from news from this week, which uh, I think is fantastic, I'm also massively jealous of the guy. Is uh, the first millionaire from playing? Well, I don't know if it's the first, but a lot of money he made six million dollars from playing Dota.
1: You see that? Oh yeah. Yeah the the Ti it's a, it's yeah it's the second sixteen year old guy. Yeah yeah he's been playing it since he was eight years old or something. So um, yeah the second. Uh, international. Yeah. So last year was the very first, and that had a, a multi-million pound prize pool. Um, and then this year, the American team won, didn't they? I, I think it was won. American. Hit. Yeah, American team. Yeah, um, I can't say I know too much about it. I played Dota two, and I played it about. I played about four rounds, and people were <laughs> berating <laughs> me for being rubbish. Um, but everyone was talking about it, so I thought, well, I, I'll give it a go, and as as mobas go yeah it's it's fantastic it's a very addictive there's so many mechanics but then i watched the international last year and they had the they had the like the beginners twitch stream and they also had a like a hardcore twitch stream so the people who were commenting on the beginners one tried to explain it a bit more but it was very much it was very salesy uh, trying to get people into the yeah. game and not really being like a sports commentator, but it's, it looks like it was a bigger and better event than last year. The teams they were a lot more closer together and closer matched. I only watched a little bit. Um, I listened to it in the background whilst I was doing <laughs> doing a report, but <laughs> I think um, it sounded like everyone um, was pretty happy with it and happy with the outcome, and the matches were exciting. The matches were shorter than, than last year. But yeah, the, there was loads of teams that, that ended up with... Million plus, and then I think was it third and fourth places ended up with six hundred thousand yeah. and two hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, they're 000, they're so. making they're making certain decent profits out of playing games nowadays. I am not jealous at all, at all, but <laughs> they're making money out of playing games.
1: Yeah, I think the risk is. I think it's great that they're bringing esports into the foreground, yeah. but from what I watched this year, I I worry that there is that sort of this. It's a very complicated game. Um, and the commentators didn't really help the fact because they were using language that the general layman yeah. wouldn't be able to understand. Yeah, they were talking in, in Dota, basically. Yeah, and so unless you really—I mean, even even people—I I, I played it. I knew the kind of terms that they were they were talking about, but even that was hard to follow so i think i would have liked a little bit more dumbing down on the the commentary, commentary yeah. just and then an analysis afterwards maybe it's good to see video games definitely in the forefront of e-gaming yeah, now yeah into the front of it it's fantastic yeah. but i think unless you can get
0: anything else i can't think of many other big news stories from this week
1: well um i'm very excited about disney infinity of course, uh, because yes, yes.
0: there was the d23 oh um, yeah yeah i mean i was going to talk about that in the film thing but obviously there's there's uh there's some games news there as well
1: yeah so okay well we'll come back to the d23 as as, as a film thing in, a, in a, a moment but yeah so out of d23 came out the the launch of uh, Disney Infinity and so that's coming out 28th of August they had the uh, additional trailer and I can't wait to be honest, I, I'm really looking forward to it, I, I've got Disney Infinity 2 um, I, I build places for my girls to play in, they know of Star Wars now so hopefully now I can start collecting the Star Wars toys and <laughs> create them a little universe as well to play in, uh, whilst playing it in it myself yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just an excuse basically isn't it Yes, absolutely.
0: That <laughs> no, I, I don't know anything about this Infinity. I, my my daughter is probably going gonna have no excuse but to get into it in a few years. But I think I'm gonna jump on board with the whole toys to life thing with the Lego dimensions. Dimensions. Yes, with yeah. the portal. I think that looks fantastic. So I think
1: I'll probably jump it on that. Yeah, what I found is I need to actually set aside time. Away from the kids, in order to build them the world that I want them to play in. <laughs> Does that make any <laughs> you sense? You want them yeah. to play in, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, they have the Avengers toy set and things like that. So, but then that's a lot of shooting and mm. and hurting other characters. Whereas, if I create the world, then I can create this this world where you might have the odd baddie. But then, generally, you've got like little adventures to do, little games, little balls, or things like that to to play with. And then I can put a controller in both their hands, and they can roam around this world, riding horses as the Lone Ranger, because I've got I've got so many of those little characters. <laughs> so they might ride ho- horses the Lone Ranger, they might fly around as Iron Man, uh, swing around as Spider Man. Um, but there's no there's no shooting or or sort of angry angry parts of the game. So I'm yeah. breaking them in slowly. Excellent. I mean, they're still pretty young. So is is there anything else you can think of on the on the news side? Well, I, I did note down a couple of sort of gaming industry things. Okay. It's not really the game gaming news, but gaming industry stuff was uh, the first one was Gearbox um, has now got full ownership of Duke Nukem. I mean they did have originally anyway, but there was this massive lawsuit going on because um uh, 3D realms. three D Realms, yeah. Yeah, they sold Duke Nukem to Gearbox and they finished uh, uh, Duke Nukem Forever. But then 3D Realms was bought by this, I think it's like Danish or Dutch company, I think it was Interceptor they were called. And they then started making this Duke Nukem, like, I don't know if it was tower defense game or something, some crazy, totally unrelated Duke Nukem game. And so Gearbox then started to sue them and there was this big, long drawn out lawsuit. And that was finally agreed this week that Gearbox have full rights. To uh, to Duke Nukem, and so that that's now put to bed after a very long time. It'd be good if they can turn that into something fantastic.
0: Or, to be honest, just the thought just hit me. Put Duke Nukem into Borderlands. That would be an interesting character.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would work. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's that same sort of out out there. Sense of humour, it could work quite well. Huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Duke Nukem Forever wasn't what everyone had hoped. It was one of these fabled, yeah, fabled games that went on for far too long until, uh until release. It's, it suffers from the uh, Half Life Three thing where everyone built it up oh. and built it up and built it up until it it couldn't live up to what it needed to be. Uh, Half Life Three will happen one day, I believe. I believe. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then my other one was um, Amazon UK. They've now ceased... Well, at the end of this month, they're ceasing their trading scheme. So I hadn't done it personally, but the uh, guy in my office had. Uh, and so anytime he wanted to change his games, he would then just go to Amazon, get send his game off, and that would go to credit to buying more games. Um, okay. So it was pretty handy. Their, their prices were pretty good. I think they were trying to take on the likes of the game and Game Station and... These uh, CEX type shops, yeah. but as of the end of this month, they're no longer doing that. Okay. So not as successful as, as they'd probably hoped. I think a lot of people see it as faff having to send something off where
0: you know you could just drop in a shop and do it. So I mean, I mean, game game actually, I mean, eighteen months ago, two years ago, they were on the edge of receivership and they've pulled it back dramatically. You know, they would actually turned a profit. I think last year game did. Uh, from I don't know how I don't know you know what the what the big change has been, but they've actually come back and you know they're, they're just laughing in the face of digital downloads now, and I think a lot of that probably is to do with trading
1: Yeah, um, I no, I I, I agree. Um, I'm surprised that they're still going. I don't think they've got much life left in them, to be honest. Okay. Uh, as long if they yeah if they can make deals with um publishers to hmm. say we will do exclusive content if you buy it in game that might work and these special editions if you can get a model of simon phoenix with your copy with your hard copy of gears of war then that might be more tempting than just getting the digital download but uh, no i think unless they go into something more niche i I think digital is just inevitable with music it's happened with dvds it's happened it's going to happen the blu-ray probably not got that long left in it either so
0: now, I I have to. I prefer my digital downloads, I, look, I do love them, because it's just ease of use, isn't it? Especially with films and music, you have it all on your computer, and then you can stream it all over the house, or wherever you are to watch it, and with games as well, I prefer just having a, a, a library on my on my consoles, which is why I, I touched on before you said you bought a, a new external hard drive, I'm going to be doing the same thing for, for both of mine pretty soon, just so I can have everything on there i don't have to swap discs of the, the height of laziness
1: to be honest it is just laziness yeah just uh, and uh, it's access for me as well i i don't go into town as much as i probably should and i have a few disc games but i just can't be bothered for the sake of saving myself about 10 10 quid or something or trading in a game that i might as well have kept i, I might as well just get the digital one and just keep them all yeah. and hopefully in these times like like now, where there's not much going on, I can catch up with games. Yeah, yeah, go back to them. That's what I quite enjoy doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, shall we? Now we've sort of touched upon D twenty three. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we then talk about Outside World? And
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, one thing I'd want to talk about before we go on, because quite a lot of news that came out of D twenty three, is the absolute appalling Fantastic Four movie. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I did go and see it just to see how bad it was.
1: I heard a lot of bad things. <laughs> it's
0: oh, it's shocking. the The worst, the probably the best thing I can say about it is the last Fantastic Four movie is better, which was an awful movie as well. <laughs> this yeah, that was pretty bad. This this movie just felt feels like either the director or the studio gave up halfway through, which is a shame because the, I love the Fantastic Four as a as a as a comic, you know, the 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 first family of Marvel and they really deserve a good film and I was really hoping that this would be it, but it's not, it's
1: terrible. I didn't feel the need for a new Fantastic Four movie. I thought that that had been done. Yeah, it had
0: um, been done. It's 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 Fox have just messed it up again and everyone's saying give the rights back to Marvel, give you know, they will do something great with it. Or at least they will put the Fantastic Four into another film to make them part of the Marvel Universe. But this is Fox just being pig ignorant, I think, and saying no, we'll do it ourselves. And they've made a, an absolute stinker of a movie.
1: Do you think they'll make that? Uh, do you think they'll make the sequel?
0: Well, they've said that I, I've read in a few uh, things I've read online this week that Fox are not going to give up the rights. They will continue with it. They see it as a long-standing franchise. So, but. I hope not. I hope they just let it... Either let it die or sell it back to Marvel or give it to somebody else that will do something good with it. Which is, It's a shame, though, because Fox has done really well with the X-Men. I really it like It sounds like they've, they've done. just
1: done a similar thing in terms of, oh, let's put really young people in it and just make it sort of a, a prequel to to the original, almost, but it, the same story.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not the actors' fault. The actors are, are really good in it, and the acting talent in it is really good. It's. I mean, there was. It's come out now. That there's the big issues between the director and the studio, and there was lots of you know behind the scenes stuff that was going on there that we'll probably never get the full story of. But the film has suffered for it, and yeah, and the the characters have suffered for it.
1: So wasn't there some talk show? I I I don't know enough about it, but wasn't there some talk show who said you two are supposed to be brother and sister, and yet one of you. You Know one of his black, one of you is white, but you're supposed to be having yeah, a sister, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Jerry Flame in the Invisible One, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they
0: never really explained that, they don't. <laughs> uh, there's just so many bits that were cut out of it. And uh, I was just actually just just while we would be doing the podcast, I just seen on Twitter that there's some a uh, big big things shown up about that. There was supposed to be a big fight scene with a thing that never showed up in there as well, but yeah, no, terrible, absolutely terrible movie. <laughs> Uh, but just one one more thing from a slightly more cheerful point of view before we move on to D23 Uh, and I saw this today and made me smile Uh, it's the 20th anniversary of the film Hackers this week Nice. (laughs) they're bringing out a 20th anniversary Blu-ray which I'll probably (laughs) buy because I love that film
1: that film was
0: amazing
1: it was a great movie, does it deserve a a Blu-ray version yeah I think it does (laughs) I want to hack the planet (laughs) I want to listen to
0: that soundtrack again and that was a fantastic film, the film that spawned a thousand gamer tags. There's people probably still out there now called Acid Burn and things like that and Crash Override. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Way before its time. Can't wait to watch it again. Mm. But yeah, anyway, on to, D, on to D23. Well,
1: no, I saw a movie. I was ch- checking through the old movie catalogue the other day and I saw one called Black Hat, which was supposedly about hackers. It had oh, the it's guy got who plays Thor in it, hasn't it? Thor, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, oh, black hat—that's that's a SEO term, isn't it? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, there was lots of people sort of buying up links and going on Fiverr.com to to do sort of dark marketing. But uh, no, it wasn't about that at all. It was just about computer hackers. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, D twenty three. So I didn't, I I didn't really care about D twenty two or. D one two D yep. twenty. To be honest, I've never but heard about it until this yeah. year. To be honest with you, but now they've got Star Wars. Yeah. my ears are now perked up. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, D twenty three. They rolled out Harrison Ford with all of the the new young cast members. Yeah, uh, to generally just say thank you and and give everyone a poster and stuff. So um, <laughs> they just rolled him out there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Well, he did. He seemed he seemed a bit bit worse for wear. Uh, I don't know if it was just because he was in awe, or if he would just, you know, he'd probably crashed the plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they all the young young new cast members were out there, and they showed a poster, and it had the guy, uh, the black guy, yep. and he was actually holding a lightsaber in this
0: one. Yeah, holding not yeah. only Anakin's lightsaber, it looked like as well.
1: All oh, right, I didn't even go. I didn't yeah. go into that much detail. <laughs> that wow. looked
0: like it was Anakin's lightsaber. So uh, that's I don't know, that's speculation, but that's me and a lot of people on the internet think that's Anakin's <laughs> lightsaber. So it is he a Jedi? Is he not? We don't know. It gives that impression, doesn't it? Does, it does. You know? It's it's Kyle. Well, I think
1: I don't think they, they're not allowed to use the word Jedi anymore. The, I think the new canon from Disney now says that there's only um there's only sort of four Jedi or something. So there's there's only uh, Obi Wan, Darth Vader, Luke. Um, and I don't even think Leia's allowed to be called a Jedi. I think Jedi's are now very limited. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone else is Force-sensitive. Oh, okay. Um, so unless you've been properly trained as a Jedi, you can't be called a Jedi. So. Well, I see,
0: that that was the rumour I heard this week, which I don't know if I want to believe it or not, if I do believe it, it'd be quite cool, that Kylo Ren, you know, the one with the, yeah, the yeah. big is Luke, and that's Darth Vader's mask reformed. Luke's gone to the dark side and that's that's just a fan rumor but that could be that would be amazing that would be good that yeah that would, would be good because you, you don't yeah. you've not seen Luke yet in the trailers you've not you know not seen him at all in the trailers and if you've just seen Kylo Ren with the mask and now you don't know who's underneath it so that could be that could be interesting
1: yeah, because you see him sort of touch R two D two, don't you? Sort of as, a, and he's a shadowed figure there. You see. Yeah, there? and they had the melted Darth Vader mask in the in the first trailer. Yeah. So that, that could would be an interesting fun, interesting theory. Yeah, and then um, Captain Phasma, um, they sort of they, well, they they showed some toys, didn't they? So they said Force Friday uh, on September the fourth, they're releasing the first set of toys. Yeah. Uh, And so they showed a little bit of Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma and stuff. So it looks quite cool. And I think they, uh, I watched a few extra videos of people sort of analyzing toys and they turned it over and there was some extra characters on the back and they, that they hadn't announced yet. I think it was part of a target leak actually, you know, the American store target. So they, there was a leak of the toys that were coming out. And then on the back, it had a few, a few extra characters, which uh, haven't been announced yet. I can't remember for the life of me what their names are.
0: I'm hoping they don't, spoil too much with the you know the the merchandise i mean do you remember with the the phantom menace they sort of ruined the end of it by releasing the soundtrack of about a month before and one of the tracks was called the uh, quite jinn's funeral <laughs> 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 just like oh well okay then so he's dead <laughs> but it's, i'm hoping that they, 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 sort of, they, they learned the lessons from that and i'm sure they have but I mean, and those yes. those toys that the a lot of people were saying oh we don't want to see the leaks of the toys but those toys that they showed in those pictures didn't even have our articulated limbs they were just sort of proper they were the proper kids toys they're, yeah the, the infinity type toys they're not going to be you know the real men's toys that we all want to go and buy and the ones that we can yeah. bend the arms and legs on yeah, yeah that we that we can that we want yeah <laughs> they'll stay in their wrappers forever.
1: So well, it was good to see them. That, that now we're only going to wait for another two weeks before we actually start getting a, a few bits more information. And yeah. I think the people seemed really media trained. So I saw some interviews with some of the characters, and they weren't giving away anything. Well, they, they, they can't, can they? They and they know that this is their life now. If they, they've signed up for this, yeah, they can't ruin it now.
0: Did you uh, did you see the stuff about the the next film as well, Rogue One? That looks fantastic. In the Star Wars universe, yeah, the ne- they released one screenshot of it. it was, yeah. Oh, it looked fantastic! It looks really sort of dark and grim. And this is the story of how they got the plans for the Death Star in A New Hope. It's it's a prequel. You know, they said many Mothmans died to get us this information. These are the Mothmans that died to get into that information. Mothmans, Mothmans, I I sorry, I yes, buttons? yeah, yeah Bothans. So <laughs> these are, you know, this is this is the story of that. So it's a heist movie. Uh, basically oh, that's cool and it's kind it, of this is coming out in 2017 i believe uh i can't wait they just there's one just one screenshot and it's all over the internet you can't you can't miss it but it looks they've got the style perfect and they've got a female lead in it um it's got i don't it's got a few sort of recognizable faces but no one major but they just seem to have the style absolutely perfect for it so really really looking forward
1: to that one. Oh, cool yeah, well, um, no, I was a bit too um, uh, taken with all of the the actual Disney stuff. So they announced the new Disney princess as a Moana, this kind of Polynesian princess. So a little bit in the sort of the same ilk as uh, Lilo and Stitch. Okay. And so they showed a visual of her um, in a boat. So it's kind of uh, I think the Rock was in it as well. So Moana is going to be this next Disney princess. So you know, my girls are going to be excited about that. <laughs> um, that's next year. There was posters up for um, for a load of Pixar movies: so Toy Story four, Wreck It Ralph two, Cars three, Incredibles two, Finding Dory. Uh, yeah, so, Finding Dory that looked fun as well. Yeah, apparently um, she, you know, she's got like a, a really short memory. Uh, apparently, she sort of wakes up and she has a memory of her parents or something, or her mum, and that memory then sparks her off to, to go find. Her family and stuff So that could be quite nice um, And then Toy Story 4 I don't know how they're going to make String this one out Apparently it's going to be This sort of Woody and Bo Peep Romantic comedy Okay So Bo Peep sort of disappeared Out of three um, She's not actually in it yeah. and There's no real explanation of why So apparently this is either Going to explain it Or it's, I think she I think she was a nightlight So I don't know if she She survived the transfer Of going to the new kid so maybe Woody now wants to go Now Woody's sort of Grown up as it were Or the kids have grown up Maybe then wants to go And find Bo Peep And live out his life With Bo Peep I'm sure In Pixar
0: we trust I'm sure they'll do something Yeah it should be fine
1: But yeah it just felt like It felt like the Marvel announcement Do you know where they're just Like going on And over the next five years We're going to release 20 movies yeah. So there was um There was loads There was Coco Which was all about this boy um During the Day of the Dead Festival in Mexico Yeah uh, which kind of had that? Uh, what's that game that that you love? Guacamele. The Guacamele kind yeah. of uh, uh, look. Um, the Zootopia, which is out really soon, gigantic. Everyone was super excited about. Yeah. Um, that's like the Jack and the Beanstalk movie with um, the, the director of Rapunzel and the songwriters of Frozen. Okay. So I think that's. What, I think they're pinning a lot of stuff on Gigantic being really good. Um, and then there's loads of different shorts being announced. Um, so uh, yeah, the, the last I think it's the last dinosaur or or the lost dinosaur or something like that. That looked, that looked pretty cool. So yeah, it's just like announcement after announcement. Well, and Disney the, basically
0: Disney. Ruled, ruled the world at the moment, don't they? They've got Marvel, all their own stuff, and Star Wars. They're gonna release releasing movies every month for the next for the next few years, to be honest. But they 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 were doing a lot of good stuff. I'm really looking forward to a lot of the stuff
1: that they're bringing out. So. I think it'll be interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and so, and the last, the weirdest thing, which I saw at lunchtime today, it was Tim Burton is turning on the Blackpool Blackpool Illuminations. Illuminations. (laughs) Yep, yeah, Yeah, I think that's brilliant. It's just insane. Um, You know, it's like Timmy Mallet does that kind of thing. You know, we're talking Z-list celebrities turn on the Blackpool Illuminations. He loves the place.
0: He was, uh, because him
1: and Sam Jackson were there
0: uh, three or four months ago filming filming something together and he was there last year filming something else he's totally fallen in love with Blackpool so yeah Tim Burton's turning on the Blackpool animation. I might actually go home to watch that
1: <laughs> it is tempting it is tempting because yeah, that's next month and yeah. the biggest stars before that was things like Doctor Who Tom Baker and, and Kermit the Frog and Shergar sure so... no, the racehorse don't forget that one <laughs> we had yeah, a racehorse yeah. turn on the lights
0: once <laughs> and Big Daddy Big Daddy did it yeah, that's
1: really weird, but that's cool. Yeah, I might, I might actually go home
0: to watch that. I think that will be interesting.
1: Yeah. So, um, what have you got planned for the following week? Are you, have you got your eyes on any games or any movies or anything? Is there anything coming up that you're excited about?
0: It's for me. It's the Gears of War. I want, I want my first Gears of War experience. I think that's next week. Uh, so I've, I've got it pre-ordered already on, on Xbox. I'll have to double check when it's actually coming down. But yeah, really looking forward to that. Movies-wise, there's not much out I want to see at the moment. Agent 47, uh, I've just seen a review of that today. It's getting sort of middling reviews. You know, the, the Hitman movie? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the Hitman movie,
0: yeah. I like the Hitman games, or being a big fan of them. Uh, the first Hitman movie was okay, sort of middling as well. So if they've done a similar sort of thing with this, if it's just a good action movie, I'd I, Probably go and see it. I might not go see it at the cinema, but we'll see. I really want to see Straight Out of Compton, you know, the NWA movie. Oh, yeah. I really, really want to see that. So I might try and find time to go and see that. But living in the Lake District, my cinemas are quite few and far between. So it's a bit of a trip to go and see one, but I'm sure I'll find time. But gaming wise, I'm going to put some more time into Destiny as, yeah. as per usual. And I'm actually really, really still enjoying Rocket League. I've got a couple yeah. of guys that I'm playing with quite regularly on Rocket League now. And that is that is really good fun. And because they're only five-minute matches when you go on. So it is literally, I'll just play for 15 minutes. I'll just do three games and, and come off. So it, it doesn't take up that much time. So I really enjoy that for that as well. What about yourself? Uh,
1: yeah, well, um, I just put a, I put a video on my site um, for Smite. And so I was part of this Smite beta testing, uh, probably along with another million people. But um, yeah, Smite came out I think today. Um, so if you get a chance, yeah. uh, I'd definitely say download it. It's free anyway. Um, so I definitely say it's worth a go because it's kind of it's it's like third person Dota. Okay.
0: Yeah, I might because I've never really played a a, a a massive MMO anyway. So I might give uh, it a MOBA. try.
1: Moba, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I might give it a try. Yeah, it's it's worth it. It's because it, it's free to play, and you get you know a couple of characters uh, to play with to begin with, and then they cycle characters to sort of try them on. So they might have you know you might try uh, Carly for a week, and then that will change to Hercules, and that might change again. So you can sort of try it out and see if it's, if it's your kind of thing. And it, I can imagine it being sort of like this generation's kind of golden eye in many ways, because it, it's one of those it's things a big where I, I know, I, sorry, I know that is a big claim. Um, but I, I I don't mean it in this, the size of popularity. I think I can just see a, a lot of people in dorm rooms or in universities playing this type of this MOBA game because it's like a little sort of mini game of chess, but it lasts about half an hour. Uh, you know, you, you get your way through the the different channels, you take out the towers, you take out the little um, army and then take out the boss. And it's kind of this a new generation of pick up and play games but with a little bit of strategy behind them okay
0: um
1: and yeah, yeah i'll probably give it a try it's a lot more accessible than dota you don't have people screaming down microphones at how how crap you are <laughs> um i have that every <laughs> online game i play i'm kind of used to that now. <laughs> but yeah apart from that i think i'm looking forward to uh disney infinity looking forward to border uh tales of borderlands episode four i um, really looking forward to having a go with that. Getting back into some more writing, really. I um, uh, haven't, I haven't reviewed uh, probably three games or something in the last week. Um, things like Far Cry just take up a lot of my time. So I'm looking forward to playing some shorter games yep. whilst playing Batman and, um, and just getting into to reviewing more. You're really
0: going to enjoy Batman. I think it's good. Don't, don't rush it. I know you'll probably want to, to try and get a review out or something like that, but don't, well, don't I'm already so it. late on that. So uh, <laughs> just, don't just think... enjoy it. It's a, I think I probably rushed it and I still put about 30 hours into it there's a lot more that can be done, a lot more to be seen out there, I rushed yeah. the story at least, but it's it's a story that it, it want, you want to know, you know, you don't, you don't want to know what's happened, it, it just it keeps ending on a cliffhanger every mission so yeah, I think you'll enjoy that, so we'll talk about that more next week
1: Yeah. Uh, also I signed up for the Fable Legends um, beta
0: so, see that that's another game that I sort of missed not having an Xbox, so I think I might I might dive into that one and see what it's all about.
1: Oh well, yeah, until until recently I, I couldn't give a, anything to of it to be honest, I don't want to swear, but um yeah. yeah, I didn't I wasn't really bothered. I didn't really like the idea of this sort of 4v1. Um but in more recent interviews and in the more recent videos i was starting to feel like maybe I'd I'd just like to try it out. I'd like to see what it's like, see what this idea of uh, the the four different heroes versus the villain. I think it was the setting that put me off at first, having this kind of, you know, a knight versus this evil overlord. But there is um different characters that have ranged weapons and like almost like machine gun style crossbows. Yeah. So there's that opportunity to be like a over the shoulder third person shooter and then you with your mates going down this sort of maze while somebody just tries to troll you basically. Somebody keeps throwing stuff in your way to just piss you off. So I like that. I I think I'd just like to try it. I don't think it's going to be one of those that I'm going to get into and uh, you know people are going to be playing for ages. But yeah, I signed up because it was there, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to getting accepted on that one.
0: Cool. Cool. So should we uh, yeah. wrap it up? I think we'll yeah. uh, we've gone on for long enough.
1: Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Any um any Twitter? Uh, yeah. Like I mean, if you if you want to.
0: Uh, follow me on Twitter, the best way to get a hold of me is just uh, at imagedemon78 uh, or and if you want to play a game on either PSN
1: or Xbox, I can be found on there under the username, just imagedemon Awesome, awesome, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at gamingdebugged and if you would like to play on Xbox and berate me for being rubbish then <laughs> I am debugger0 and that's debugger space 0 Um, and that's my Xbox handle. Uh, If you go to the Gaming Debugged website, you'll see reviews of uh, Race the Sun, Angry Birds 2, Her Story, uh, lots of features about long games on the Xbox One, um, and, of course, all of the amazing podcasts that you may have missed. So uh, if you do like this podcast, please give it a five stars in uh, iTunes because that will help us get found and help discover us uh, if you can tweet it and share it that would be fantastic and i think that's everything from me yep all right thanks a lot for that Ian. no worries and so this has been the gaming sessions podcast the audio support group for gaming addicts uh, if you want to get in touch please feel free at uh, info at uh or just ping us on twitter and thank you very much john
0: thanks a lot cheers for that
1: take it easy bye bye